All right, welcome in. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Better together. Op episode number two. Dos. Yep, we are live. Coming to you together. Oh shoot, I forgot to put the on the oh, air sign. Dude. Yeah, yeah, the on the yeah. So while he's doing that, this is Jay Hauk, and I'm the co-host with Justin Hauk. And we are officially on the air, everybody. The sign is lit. Yeah. One of these days we'll be coming to you guys with um, some live video. Dude, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. So last week we were supposed to have another podcast out for you guys. Well, I guess, yeah, last week. It's Mm -hmm. been a whole week. I know, crazy. Um, But we had some technical difficulties. Yeah, And it hit us hard, did an update on the MacBook, and it got rid of Audacity, which is what the program <laughs> that we were trying to use was. Yeah. And um, realized it like five minutes before the podcast. And so we didn't get to do it. You know, it just reminds me, though, that sometimes when you refresh or when you update your system, not only your Mac, but in your life, that things change. And you just have to adapt with it. And so that's what we're doing, guys. That's true. So that puts us into a reset. Reset. Computer resets. We reset. Yep. So it's a new week. It's a new us. If you guys were able to see us right now, you might be a little shocked. Yeah. Why do you think that is that? Well, it's probably because we have baby faces. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We got the baby faces going We're actually looking more like twins than we ever have. Yeah. Other than when he was a, a, a little baby and you put our baby pictures up next to each other. Sometimes we'd trick people like, who do you think this is? And they would always guess wrong. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. So now everybody always tells me like, Hey, you and your dad look like your brothers. And you know, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. it. I think it's funny. Yeah. And so now, you know, we're looking even more like brothers. Yes. So what we did is we did this shaving. And, um, so we're going to keep our faces shaved. Mm Mm-hmm. It's rough. Yes. I love having a beard. I love having my goat. Yeah. You always rocking the goat. Yeah. And, you know, Des told me that it took 10 years off of me, basically. <laughs> that I looked like 16 now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's a plus. That's a plus. <laughs> I, I mean, if you drink, when you probably would go to try to buy alcohol, they'd probably card you now. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, no way, bro. Mm-hmm. That's yep. a fake. Yep. <laughs> so... Anyway, so we're doing this. We're doing this fast. Yeah. So we're kicking off the fast. Yep. Um, we're doing the face shaved through coronavirus. Yeah, guys, we are. Uh, we want to stand. We want to stand with you to the end. You know, we want to stand with our community. We want to stand with our state, our county, mm-hmm. our nation. We want to stand with everybody till the end. Yep. And so we are fasting. That's right. So we're fasting. So. Um, Isaiah 58, uh, you want to share something from that? Dude, I would love to. And Isaiah 58, and this is just a really cool thing. And this is, you know, so um, I will often just start a fast on my own. And so I remind mm-hmm. myself of certain things. When we had the church, we had do a fast at the beginning of every year. We had fast for the first month of, uh, of the year, so for January. And we had fast for all the churches that are on the mountain. And so we would call off various churches each week and we'd pray for them. We'd pray for their uh, pastors, their leaders, yep. and uh, just the new year, just new year, it off. you know, have some wisdom and discernment. So anyway, so this is the scripture that I often would grab onto, and it's out of Isaiah 58, and it says, is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of the wickedness 
to undo the heavy burdens. I mean, how many of us have heavy burdens right now to let the oppressed go free and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? And right now, guys, we um, need to not hoard, but we need to share. And uh, that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. There's a lot of people who are feeling cast out right now. They're feeling alone. They're feeling by themselves. And they're just not in a good place. They feel like that they're cast out. When you see the naked, that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Mm -hmm. Then, and then, listen to this. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call Um, and the Lord will answer. And he will say, what? Here I am. Yeah. And so, you know what, guys? Um, I believe out of this coronavirus that in the end, that God is going to get a lot of glory. I mean, people are trying to blame him. They're trying to, I mean, people are being stupid. Christians, don't be stupid and don't say stupid things like, Oh, this is God's judgment, you know, especially after somebody has just lost a loved one or somebody's dealing with this. Don't be stupid and don't say stupid things. Just in the end, God is going to get glory. I I believe and I'm praying that we're going to see a a medicine rise up. Just somebody's going to all of a sudden get this wisdom, this discernment. They're going to be like, oh, this is what we need to do. And I really, truly believe that we're going to see that soon and that God's going to rise up and have glory through all this. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Just, I mean like we were talking about last last week or last mm-hmm. podcast, just how social media is just so much bigger now right. than basically anything that we've ever had during one of these times of a pandemic yeah. or disease outbreak or anything, right. you know, like yeah. this. So everything's just whatever, whatever anybody wants to say, it's oh, out yeah. there. It's going on. Right. It's out there. I mean, you got our president having a Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to love our president, but man, sometimes. Yeah. Know. Sometimes like, Hey, maybe somebody should take that <laughs> from him. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, Hey, why is my Twitter account working? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I actually uh, threw in another verse with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel two twelve. Yes. even now declares the Lord return to me with all your heart mm-hmm. with fasting Yes. And weeping and mourning. So right now, of course, we've got a lot of weeping and mourning going on. Mm-hmm. You got people losing their lives. You right. got people getting sick that yeah. don't really know, hey, what is this going to do to me? Mm-hmm. I think that the fear, like we were talking about, yeah. is running rampant right. with this disease. You know, everybody's fearful whether they're going to lose their life, they're going to have a loved one lose their life because of this. And so... We got a lot of weeping and mourning. So what does it tell us? It says, hey, let's turn to fasting right, right. now Yep. and return to me. Yeah. The Lord wants us with him. You're right. He's saying, yes. hey, come back to me right now. This is the time. So let's kick it off with fasting. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're kicking Amen. it off with the fast and we're going to just be going to the Lord with this. Mm-hmm. We're leaving it at his feet. We're saying, hey, it's up to you, God. Let's yeah. see you work. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree with that. But I just think that right now it's just so important just to stay close to him. And, um, you know, and there is fear. I mean, each, each day you, you wake up and, and, um, and you don't really know what the day is going to bring. I right. mean, we have this joke at the end of each day right now. 
Yeah. Like, what do you want to do tomorrow? Yeah, same thing we do every day. We're going to take over the world. Yep. Yeah. And so, I don't know if you guys remember Pinky in the Brain. Pinky in the Brain, baby. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but, you know, it's, it's funny because for me on Monday, it's like I wake up and I'm just kind of uh, starting to, um, I could feel like the anxiety building up, like just yeah. like, Okay, here we go. Another week. You know what's going to happen this week because every right. seems like every day is something new. Yeah. You know, and um, and every day, you know, I'm I'm like an optimist. I'm a big time optimist, guys. Yeah. And so every every day I wake up and I'm like, things are going to change. We're yep. going to see different. You know, we're going to see those numbers start to go down. You know, all these projected numbers are never going to come to pass. And that's just how I am. And yeah. then each morning I wake up and it's worse. Right. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> there's never any good news with it. There's not a lot of good news right now, guys. And so, um, so that's what we're here though. We're here to yeah. bring you good news. We're here to uh, keep you focused. And, um, and right now you just got to stay focused on the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, they don't want to tell the good news, right? Media that's, wants us to be in fear. Yes. Media wants us to be run into the the world, you know, yeah. the world just wants you like everybody's posting about how much they're drinking right now. Yeah. Like, oh, day 15 in a row of getting drunk. It's like, good Sad. job, bro. Yeah. Way <laughs> to know? bring depression on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just going to make you fall deeper and deeper right. into that depression, yeah. that loneliness, mm-hmm. you know, the fog. Yeah. The fog that we talked about yeah. last time. Yeah. Right. So we don't want to go that way. So anyways, you guys. If you guys want to join in the fast, mm, I would love that. Um, do it. Send yeah. us a message. Write us on Facebook. Let us know you're joining in. Yeah. Maybe send post a picture on Facebook. Dude, be like, hey, a before, before and, after. and after. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We should have done that. Oh, we should have done we that. We always forget that. I know, man. Like no shave November. Yes. Like, All right, let's do our before and after. Yeah. So we forget. now, and you guys, the no shave thing is easy. Yeah, for us. Right. That's easy. Shaving is difficult. Right. I have very sensitive skin. <laughs> so <laughs> baby skin with your baby face. Yeah. It's hard to shave yeah. all the time. Right. You know, it's freezing. Yeah. It's 30 degrees here. Yeah. Every day. Right. And so it's freezing on the face. Yep. My whole face just feels cold all the time. Yep. It's making my whole body cold. Well, you know, what's cool about for mine is my goatee hides my double chin. You know, and so now I have to uh, walk around with the double chin. Oh, come you on. Know? You don't have a double chin. Stop <laughs> like, it with that. People are like, Who, who's that turkey over there? You know, and yeah. anyways. <clears throat> well, okay. So someone say shaving your face makes you look naked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I know. I feel naked I know my I can't, beard. Yeah, I can't hide behind mine either. Yeah. So that brings us into our next segment of this podcast. Da, da, da. <laughs> Do we have our any cool favorites. sound? We got to find out the sound effects on it. Yeah. But anyway, so this is, let me just give you a background. Oh, dude. Yeah. This okay. is awesome. We'll give the background on it. But first off, the segment name is called Naked and Unashamed. Love that, man. Okay. Naked and unashamed. Naked and unashamed. So, um, na- being naked and unashamed is just about being honest and open. Mm-hmm. Um, we had this time with our men's group back in the day. We've done some men's retreats. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we had this segment with them, <laughs> and it was awesome. Yeah. We had guys just coming out with stuff, crying. Yeah 
just laying it all out there. Yeah. And it's about just being naked and unashamed with each other, but more so with God. Right. You're being vulnerable. Yeah. You're letting him in. You're kind of just letting everybody in yeah. to saying, hey, this is what's been going on yep. um, with my life. Right. And it could be a past event. It could be right now. It could be anything. But yeah. just being naked and unashamed is basically just the gist of it. Right. Yeah, because um, it goes back to Genesis, and it's really funny, man, because yeah. uh, I started doing the naked and unashamed thing uh, from this with um, premarital counseling. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so if you've been counseled by me for premarital, then you know all about naked and unashamed because there's a part <laughs> in Genesis where it talks about, you know, the, um, Adam and Eve and they're meeting each other and, you know, yeah. Adam just woke up and he's just super excited to see his woman, you know, like this is his wife and he just stoked about it. And, uh, and then it talks about, and there, there's a verse that says, um, and the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. And yeah. so what I explained to the couples is that being naked and unashamed is, is all of it. You know, it's physically, mm-hmm. it's mentally, it's emotionally, and it's spiritually. So obviously at the men's retreat, it wasn't physically because we didn't want to see any naked men running around being all stupid. We'd get arrested and we'd get thrown out of that conference center. <laughs> but um, but we were open with, with each other, you know, in all the other aspects, mentally and spiritually and emotionally. And I think yeah. that it's so important that, that we do that. And if you're listening to this and you're married, um, I think it's such a good reminder to have all those though, the physically, the yeah. mentally, the um, emotionally and the spiritually, because, right. you know, as you get older and as you're married longer, um, then things change in your body. And you always got to remember that there should be no shame with each other. There should be no shame. Right. Naked and unashamed. Naked and unashamed. At all times. All times. Yeah. So um, anyways, that's, that's a little preface to that. Yeah. So, you know, I love that. And so we're going to probably be having this time multiple. Oh, all the time. Multiple times. It's all about the podcast. So just be ready for yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and we both get very excited when we start talking about it because it's really, I think, unfortunately, a lot of times in relationships yeah. is there, this isn't there. You know, right. that's, this is the, a lot of times in relationships, like if you read in the book of Genesis and you pass up this part and when, um, Adam and me, if they had everything in the world for them and they could do whatever they wanted to suffer just this one thing and they do this one thing and then all of a sudden then what happens to them is they realize that they're naked and then they start feeling shameful. Yeah. And I think that's carried on throughout forever and that's how relationships are, you know, is that people are ashamed of of things that they've done, things they've said, right. places they've been. And so they hold back and I think that that's what we do with the Lord, obviously. And so that's why we promote that so much at these conferences is you need to be open and honest with the Lord. I mean, he wants you to be there fully, but I think that in relationships, we need to have that as well. Like in friendships, we need to be able to be with each other and be unashamed of of Mm -hmm. the things that we've done. Yeah. That's something that makes our relationship so good. Awesome. Is that we're always just been straight up, straight up with each other. Like, of course, I lied when I was a kid <laughs> and stuff. You just know? like your boy did yesterday just at dinner. Just like Trey Boy is li- <laughs> straight up lying to my face right now. <laughs> and everybody. I didn't give that chicken finger to the dog. Yeah. After I, after we all saw him, give it to him. Yeah. So, you know, of course, it's 
it is what it is. Right. You're little. Yeah. <laughs> the sin is put into <laughs> you from birth. <laughs> you come into the from world the with sin. Man. <laughs> and you can see it just right from Trey Boy, just yeah. from last night, man. Right. Right away. Yep. So obviously, um, you know, over the years... I've gotten better about lying. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. You've done an awesome job, man. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, and even when you're lying, you couldn't hardly lie. Yeah. I couldn't lie. I'm yeah. not a good liar. No, you're not. And that's a great thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. So it's good. It's good for all my relationships, relationship yeah. with my parents, my wife, everything. Right. But, um, you know, so anyways, so we just were able to develop an open and honest relationship just yeah. kind of right away, right. right off the get go. Um, just from being young and everything. So that's been one of the best parts about our relationship, making totally it agree. so easy on us. Yeah. Um, just being able to talk about anything, right. you know, anything yep. that, anything that comes to our mind, whether it's something with our women or something, mm-hmm. maybe even between each other, you know, right. or something with the church when church was going on or, yeah. Just anything with life, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I will drive people nuts with my mind because my mind goes a million miles an hour, and I'm always, you know, thinking this or thinking that, and I have a hard time settling it down. And yeah. a lot of times, um, you know, pretty much uh, Bud and um, my wife are the only ones that can really see through that, and Desi's starting to learn that as well. But, um, I mean, my my family does too, like my yeah. brother and my mom. Right. They, um, they know my mind especially my mom because her mom her mind's the same yeah but um but bud has the permission and and um and the you know and like of course my wife and daughter-in-law have that permission as well to call me out on it and yeah. and and i'm okay with that you know yeah. and at first you know it's kind of like uh like desi you know she gets a little like oh you know like my feelings are getting get hurt or whatever but yeah. i've given them that permission because we're naked and unashamed around each right. other right Right. And I need that. We all need yeah. accountability. We do. Mm-hmm. We really do. Yeah. Yeah. So you wanted to talk about something today. I did. Yeah. So um, I wanted to bring this up only because I know that right now there's a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, it was interesting because I was, I was actually thinking about that this morning was the fear. And I remember there was, um, there was a person I was talking to about the story I'm about to um, just reveal just a little bit because I know we don't have a whole lot of time, but yeah. um, but she asked me if I could share this story um, on the air when we started to do this, and so <clears throat> there's there's some funny to this, and then there's also some hard um, knocks to this. Yeah. But when Andrea and I, my wife and I, when we were young, it was our high school year, senior year, and believe it or not, we, her and I, we ran away. And, um, and a lot of people that know us today, they don't really, um, they don't know that about us unless they've heard me preach, of course, because I'm I'm not ashamed to share it, but we ran away. We were, um, we decided to go out to, um, actually towards Vegas. Um, and, um, and there was this, uh, this area that we ended up at, which was called Mesquite, Nevada. And, and honestly, I'm going to get into the story of how we got out there another time. But we're in Mesquite. We, um, very young. I was 17. Andrew was 18. And, um, and we were just basically on our own. We had about 40 bucks to our name and we had a truckload of Andrea's stuff. I didn't have any of my stuff. I basically had a pair of Levi's, uh, some socks and shoes and a t-shirt and that was about it. 
you know why Mesquite, Nevada? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Such cool like, place. What, what would people think? Like, hey, I'm just going to go to Mesquite, Nevada. Nevada. Well, see, that was the story I was going to talk about a little bit later, but um, but I'll just go ahead and share it. So, yeah. um, so Andrea had, uh, uh, remember, we're young and we're naive, right? Yep. We're young we're naive. Yep. So Andrea had this ring and, um, and it was a, a, a ring that we thought that we could get money. I had money in the savings account, which I thought I could get, but since you're 17, you don't have access until you're an adult. So, um, so we first went out to LA to try to uh, sell the ring out there because that's where it was bought from. So we thought we could get a refund back or whatever. You can't. Yeah. Right. So then, um, Andrea was telling me, well, Hey, I heard that, um, that Tom Cruise sold his ring out in Las Vegas. So I was like, all right, cool. Okay. Well, we'll just go to Vegas. Yeah. Well, it's Memorial weekend. Um, and if you've ever been out to Vegas on Memorial weekend, you know how ridiculously crazy it is. So we <laughs> sat in traffic forever, ever. And we're in this little S10 pickup with no air conditioning or anything. Right. The oh, vinyl man. seats, uh, stick shift. And, um, and so anyway, so we get out there and we're seeing all these signs, you know, in Vegas, like, Hey, stay here for 10 bucks a night. You know, we're like, cool. So we go to these hotels, naive, remember, just yeah. um, thinking that we could get a, a super, super cheap room and you can't. But on the way out there, I started thinking to myself like, hey, um, I wonder how Andrea knew about Tom Cruise selling the ring. So I asked her, I'm like, hey, I, I wasn't calling her Baby Doll yet, or at least I don't think so. But mm -hmm. it's like, hey, Baby Doll, you know, how did you hear about Tom Cruise in the ring? And she said, well, haven't you ever seen that movie Rain Man? And I was like, oh, <laughs> gosh. We're going on a movie here. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's naiveness. Living well, the movie life. We are living the movie life. We get in Vegas. They, uh, we obviously find out that we can't find a hotel for that cheap. We have 40 bucks to our name and it's uh, actually, I think we're down to 20 bucks. We mm. go to North Las Vegas and uh, we're trying to go to these pawn shops. Well, they wouldn't sell it, sell it, or they wouldn't purchase it because I was under 18. Mm. And, uh, so I'm just kind of sitting out there in the streets of North Vegas. And at this time, North Vegas wasn't the best place to be at. Yeah. And, um, and so then this guy comes up to me and he's like, what are you doing hanging out here? And so I'm telling him what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And I just sell my story to him. Cause you know, I was just a salesperson and he's like, man, all right, how much do you want for it? So I'm like, I don't know, you know, like 40 bucks. And so he's like, all right, here, here's 40 bucks. Now get out of here. Cause he was trying to, I later found out that he's trying to do a drug deal. And, uh, and so we were holding that up and he didn't want us to get hurt. So that was kind of like the beginning of God really looking out for us. Yeah. Protecting I mean, you. Seriously. Like he was protecting us. So, um, then we go and we get a map, we go to like an AMPM type store, we pull out a map and we look at each other and we're like, where do you want to live? Like, that's what we're asking each other at 17 yeah. and 18. So we point to this town called St. George, Utah. Like, let's go there. That looks like a great place. So we hop in the truck, we drive and we end up to this town and we see this hotel. We go to this hotel. It's 20 bucks a night. We're like, yes, Perfect. we can afford that. <laughs> and then we look across the street and there's a grocery store. And so I have grocery store um, experience. And so I go over there and Instagram, I start I talking to them. Right. Start talking to them about uh, working in the grocery store and like, hey, can I uh, get a job? And the dude's like, yeah, come back tomorrow. Come back. Well, tomorrow was Sunday. It was a Mormon community. They shut down on Sundays, but right. it was Mesquite Day, which means uh. that was the day that Mesquite was formed. And so they do this big barbecue. They have all these softball games and we just love it, man, because we are getting hungry. Right. And so yep. we just go there, we grub it down. We're super excited and we're like, 
this is our town. And we're thinking that we're still in St. George, even though that there was Mesquite <laughs> Day, but remember we're naive. Yeah. So then finally on Monday, we're like, hey, what town is this called? You know, and they're like, uh, you're in Mesquite. And we're like, okay, All well, right. that's what we're going to live yeah. is Mesquite, right? <laughs> okay, so we think it's that easy, but it's not. Yeah. We end up, um, it takes us a long time before I finally end up getting that job at that store, um, just going in there every single day. We found a pawn shop where we can continue to hawk uh, Andrea's stuff over and over and over again to be able to buy us some food. And then uh, we're getting down to our very end. We're uh, staying in a park. We tried to stay out in a dirt road, but that didn't work out. So then we ended up staying in a park, living in this little S10 pickup, you know, with the stick mm -hmm. shift and vinyl seats and just kind of sleeping in there and um, as best as we could. And, um, and then eventually things start to work out where yeah. um, I get this job, I go to work, uh, Andrea goes over, she uh, is able to get the hotel or not a hotel, but an apartment, yeah, like a low income apartment where they allow us to come in and, um, and things start working out. Yeah. And it's God, you know, it's really God, right. even though that we don't have this relationship Just with God, orchestrating things, but he's working it out. Yes. And guys, um, one of the things that reminded me of the story was, um, manna in, in the old Testament, there was a time where they would get manna every single day and the manna would come in and it would be their daily bread. Like literally if they tried to store it the next day, it'd be moldy and it'd be gross yep. and it'd be rotten. And God was trying to teach them that he's going to take care of them every single day, no matter what, like that they had to learn that. Mm -hmm. And it was a very hard lesson for them to learn, you know, like yep. I can't even imagine not like we're storing up, right? We're preparing yeah. and we have stuff ready for this next phase of whatever is going to happen. But the thing is, is that God wants us to remember that he's going to supply us with our daily bread. And that was one of the things that Andrew and I learned at a very early onset was yeah. that he was going to provide it for us because we would have, you know, I was making four bucks an hour, $4 and 25 cents an hour. And we would have $20 for our budget for groceries. Sometimes, sometimes we go, you know, a day or two without eating, we'd get the old, they would give us the old produce, the old meat, which we learned very fast that you don't eat, you know, green meat because it makes you sick. And then all of a sudden, and then Andrea gets pregnant with you, you know, like you're yeah. going to be coming around. And right. so now it's amped up even more. Right. And it was, um, it was a very difficult stage in our life, but it taught us a very valuable lesson that God does provide yeah. and he provides on a daily basis. Like it's not going to be, I mean, and I'm not, and I'm not saying this to, um, to say, Hey, you know, guys, just don't worry. God's going to provide because yeah. that worry is going to come no matter what. Right. And that anxiousness is going to come no matter what. And yeah. I'd like to say that, that we ate every single day, but we didn't, you know, we'd go right. sometimes a day or two without eating. And sometimes we just have to show up at people's doorsteps at dinner time, just so we could try to get a meal and hope yeah. that they would invite us in, you know? And so it's, um, it's a rough thing and it may get rough for us guys. Mm -hmm. Like this may be a really rough time for you. It may be a really rough time for us, but I just know, and I, and I believe that God will provide for us the daily bread. And so I think it's important to reach out if you need that help. Like if you're going like how Andrew and I were sometimes without any food, you know, and, and we just try to time it. You don't have to worry about timing it. What you need to do is you need to reach out. Like you can message us and say, Hey, I have no food. Can you yeah. help me out? You know, and there's going to be plenty of people that are out there that will help out. Right. And I think that that's how God's going to provide through all this is he's going to bring us all together. Yeah. That's yeah. We're better together. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so Philippians 4, 6 through 7, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. 
let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Amen, man. Amen. So, like we were saying, you're going to be anxious. Yes. You know, it's yeah. the anxiety, the worry, that's yep. going to come. Yeah. You know, regardless right. of what happens. Like, it's easy to say, hey, trust in God. Yeah. You right. know, like, yeah. it's so easy to say that. It's very easy. But it's so hard yeah. to actually do it. Yeah. And I believe that as Christians, we're going to get tested on this. Yeah. You know, I mean, sure. if you've been one to say that, you just prepare for that test. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of a scary thing. No, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It is scary. And you know what? But that... That is what's so great about mm. our God is that we yeah. can make these requests known to him. Right. We can't tell him, hey, Lord, you know what? Our food's getting low. Yeah. What should we do or what What can you do to provide for us, right. you know? And so that's what we want to do here yeah. at Better Together. Yeah. It's, yep. it's helping people get through life storms. It's right. helping people get through something like, hey, we don't have any more food and we're expecting to be on lockdown for at least till April 30th now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we got to find out a way of how, because there's people, there's over what, 3.3 million now that have uh, filed Filed for for unemployment. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they're saying that, um, that it's going to take at least three weeks before those checks start going out, you know? And, um, and like I said, I mean, I know firsthand what it's like. I mean, literally guys, if, and you'll probably learn this throughout this, you know, however long yeah. we do this podcast, but you're going to learn more and more of Andrew and my story because we have had like three times where we have been busted broke with nothing. And, um, and it is a bad place to be in. But one of those times was when we were Christians. Speaking mm-hmm. of which yesterday was Andrew and my birthday. As far as being Christians, 22 years ago, we gave our life to Christ. Yeah. But today, on, I think that this is the applause button. Oh, no. <laughs> there there he you is. go. Yeah. Well, today is, is Justin's birthday when he was seven years old. He gave his life to Christ. I mean, he yep. had to rededicate it. Because you're going to hear about his naked and unashamedness. <laughs> but uh, but he um, he he found out what we did and he's like, I want to do that, too. Mm-hmm. And so then he did it the next day after we did ours. Yep. So but I want to say this, though. Even as Christians, yeah, we still had hard times, right? So yeah. that that doesn't, you know, just just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that your life is going to be all easy. No, yeah, I mean, you look at anybody in the Bible, and you can see yeah. nobody's life was easy. Right. You look at missionaries around the world right now, right, that were already previously to this Corona virus going rampant right that were basically i mean we know some personally that are literally living off of like a can of beans right um yeah a day right well if you think about it like they depend on our support yeah right and they're just dedicating themselves depending on our support and all of a sudden we get cutbacks yeah so then what's going to happen to them is they're going to get cutbacks unfortunately and that's why you know like i've been seeing everybody putting out like, Hey, support your local businesses Mm -hmm. and stuff in this time. You know, a lot of, a lot of places up here are doing the takeout only thing, you know, and, um, it's important to try to support this community because there may not be much wherever you are, there may not be much of a community left after this, because 
I mean, I've been hearing on the news a bunch of different restaurants have been closing their doors after being around for years, mm. you know, and chains. Right. Like five, like, hey, five restaurant chain done, you yeah. know, like all these people not being able to keep their doors open during this time. Yeah. And, you know, so that's why it, it's hard because you have people not working, right. not making any money. Yeah. But then they're like, hey, try to support your local businesses. Right. And they're barely trying to keep their doors open. You yeah. know, it's just a very it's a, tough, it's a tough time. Yeah. It's a tough time. Tough this time. is a time where we just need to just uh, dig in, you know, you, you dig in your heels and yeah. you don't give up. You know, if you faint in a day of adversity, then your strength is small, mm. you know, and we need to have our strength in the Lord right now. And it needs to be big, Yeah, you know, and we need to dig in and we need to support one another. We need to be there for one another because remember like what I was sharing before is that when there's a disaster, nine times out of 10 that we've talked with people that are in a disaster. Yeah. We're in a disaster before this disaster even came. Right. They already had a chaotic life. Right. And so most of you that are listening to this, you probably already had a chaotic life, but now yeah. it's just been maxed out. Right. You know, now it's to the extreme. Right. Like living paycheck to paycheck. Right. And already causes rifts. Right. And within, I mean, I know for Des and I, it was pretty tight until... <laughs> Basically until we, you know, decided to do sell the house and major life change. Yeah. You know, major life like change that. sacrifice. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, it was tight for us and we're living paycheck to paycheck. And I was thinking about like, man, if, if this hit while we were over there in our yeah. own house and, right. and cause you know, Desi, well, you guys don't know, but Desi lost her job. Yeah. Um, just about, well, two weeks ago. Two weeks now. ago. Yeah. Yeah. So two weeks ago now. So she lost her job. She's a dental hygienist. And so that was a big hit for us, you know, yeah. and, um, I'm guarantee a lot of people are going through that same thing. And luckily for me, like I'm an essential worker yeah. and so I'm going to be keeping my job through this, but I'm, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm blessed. Like yeah. I, I seriously think the, thank the Lord, like, man, yeah. Lord, thank you so much for giving me this job. You right. know, like I just can't imagine where we would be right. without it. Yeah. So if you have a job, you know, then thank the Lord for that. You know, yeah. if you're getting paid, then thank the Lord for that. And if you're not, thank the Lord for how he's going to provide for you because yeah. it's going to be amazing how he's going to see it through. Yeah, it will. It's it's going to be different. It's going to be unusual and it's going to be unique. But just remember that daily bread. Right. Today, you got to focus on today, not tomorrow, because yeah. tomorrow has its own worries. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's important that everybody does reach out. Right. You know, reach out. Like we were talking about last week, reach out, hit up that friend, hit up yeah. that family member. Right. You see how they're doing. Right. You know, because they might be struggling. They yeah. might not have been able to get out and buy groceries or anything, you know, yeah. help, help some people out. Right. And you know, something else I was thinking about that's really important is like in a marriage when one is down, then the other lifts up. Yeah. And, um, and I think that sometimes we get, um, we get in a phone conversation with somebody like I know, uh, for instance, like when I talked with my mom, you know, and one day I was just totally downer, you know, just, yeah. and I felt bad for being a downer, you know, but yeah. I needed to get it off my chest, you right. know, and she's a safe spot to go to. Right. And she knows that, you know, and she yeah. knows that I'm not a downer person, you know, right. But you know, people can only handle so much downer. Right. Yeah. And so anyway, so the next day I call her up and I'm up now, you know, and maybe, uh, she's in a place where she's not, you know, as excited. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm able to lift her up. And so that's what we need to do right now as friends, you know, lift yeah. each other up, you know, one may be down that day. And that doesn't mean that they're going to stay in that muck, 
because you're going to give them that encouraging word. You're going to lift them back up. And then maybe right. the next day, you know, you're going to be lifted up and they're going to be down. You're going to be, and it's just going to bounce back and forth like this. Yeah. I was listening to another podcast and it was like that. Like, they're like, Hey, last show you were down. It's my <laughs> turn to be down. You have to be the one that's up. That's great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so, awesome. You know, friends, man. Yeah. We just got to be there for each other right now. The anxiety, the depression, the yeah. loneliness, all of it is right. it's all very real. It is. It's very real. And and speaking of uh, you know, like things that we do as far as lifting each other up, this is where Better Together came together. Yep. And created this Easter egg drive-by hunt. You want to tell a little bit about that? Yeah. So basically um, well, the date's going to be the April 5th through the 11th. Next week, right? Next week. Mo- next Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That mm-hmm. came up fast. Yep. So what we're doing is um, it's going to be for the town of Running Springs and Arrow Bear, mm-hmm. uh, just to keep it local. If you guys in Lake Arrowhead or Big Bear or wherever your community is want to do this. Texas, Tennessee. Yeah, right. do it. But yeah. this is just an idea that we got from a friend. And so we're going to try to see it out. So it's going to be an Easter egg hunt drive by. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you're going to be sitting in your cars and it's for the kids. Yeah. You know, it's to get out of the house, um, get the kids out of the house. Yeah. We have kids and we have been struggling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because we have snow and fog and cloudy and every rainy bad element you could have. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's been rough. So we're going to get out of the house. We're going to be driving around through the neighborhoods. And so what we're asking is just for people to sign up. Yeah. Um, they can contact us on our email or on Facebook or whatever. And um, or if you guys know us personally, just hit us up on our numbers. Yep. And um, so what you're gonna do is you're just gonna be decorating your front yard, yep. your lawn, your house. Yep. Um, Dude, we did ours yesterday, man, and it was yeah, so much looks, fun. Looks it was exceptional. so exceptional. Cool. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Yep. Great job. I was with having that. a great time with it. Yeah. Just being out there in the snow and cold right. and yeah. Yeah, so you know, so it's it's fun because you're being able to get out there, get out there as a family, decorate, mm-hmm. yep. do something, oh, you know, great. just yeah. doing something together. Right. And so we're going to um, have a golden egg. Yes. So we have one golden egg, I believe, and we're going to be giving out. I gosh, I, I want to say it's is it twelve yeah. altogether? Twelve golden eggs. Yeah. But we're giving out eleven. Correct. So if you guys want to be a golden egg member. Mm. then hit us up so we can get you. And you may or may not be a golden egg member. It's up to us. Yeah. We'll judge. (laughs) We'll basically like, we'll be driving by your house and be like, huh, does this look like it deserves a golden Golden egg egg material? (laughs) Yeah. Mm. No, I think it's the first, uh, the first 11 that's first 11 that's first 10. I think. Okay. So Mm. you guys better sign up soon. Cause I know that we're we're close to it. Yeah. We're close to it. So, um, you may or may not get a golden egg. But um, at the end of this, we're going to be passing out some prizes. Really cool. And, of course, we've been practicing social distancing, and um, we have gotten some things uh, to give out. Right. We've already Lysoled them. We've already Lysoled, disinfected. They're in our garage Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so are we putting them in a bag? Yeah. So we're putting it in a bag. Yep. And it's got an activity it's got a couple activities for the family. Yeah, we to can't do. disclose too much because then yeah. you'll be like, whoa. But in order to get this, you have to take uh, pictures of at least 10 out of the 12 golden eggs yeah. and send them to us. And we're going right. to give more information as it gets closer. Yeah. 
which is next week. So I don't know how much closer. <laughs> well, guys, if you're like us, then every day seems like it's 30 hours instead uh, of 24. Yeah, it's true. And this is going to be probably a, we may do a double podcast week this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sure. I'm down. Yeah. You're off I mean, all week. <laughs> yeah. I'm off all week. What do you have I'm off all on? week. <laughs> so we'll get into more of the details, more details. maybe. Um, if not, just continue to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And um, just be looking out for more details as it goes. Yeah. Hey, but I just want to, um, as we get ready to wrap this up, I just want to let everybody um, hear this encouraging verse. And, yeah. um, and just to hold on to this. Right. Let's hear it. And it's out of Galatians 6, verse 9. And, um, and it says this, it says, let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. And I think it's so important that we don't lose heart right now and that we don't grow weary. You know, it's just keep your heart open, you know, uh, stay in love with the Lord, Mm -hmm. love on people, you know, um, bring the peace, bring the light. Like we're doing this cool resurgence thing with our church, you know, where we, um, put a light in the window each night for the next 14 days. Yeah. And there's a whole, a whole lot with that. Maybe on our next podcast, we could talk about that a little bit. Yeah. But, um, but guys just be the light right now, you know, don't, mm-hmm. don't bring more friction, you know, don't bring more, um, complications into people's lives, you know, be that peace that, uh, surpasses all understanding, you know, that Jesus wants us to be that, but that verse yeah. that Bud shared the other day, you know, as God gives you that peace, don't be stingy, don't be a hoarder, give that peace out. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Well, that's it, you guys. That's it. Second podcast down. Yeah, baby. So remember, guys, in the midst midst of of life storms, storms, we are always better together. together.